Welcome back to another episode of Life in the Fast Lane. I'm your host, Nick Carlson. I am the CEO and founder of Dawson Manufacturing, home of the Mulch Mate and a bunch of other products with the Mate. Uh, and I am here today with my fantastic uh, co-host, the CTO, Kyle Parks. Oh, yeah. Good morning. I want to play a little switcheroo there because we had to do a one-two-ski here yeah. with the podcast. Bing, bing, boom. Bing, bang. Knock it out. Bing, bong. So... Guys, we had just jumped from another podcast, and we're talking all about shiny syndrome and, you know, what should you spend your money on as far as, like, say, a landscape is what we're using um, as, as like, a, a template here. Um, but it's our easiest reference because it's the industry that we tie most to. Yeah, we do. And, and the big thing is too many people base too many decisions off of, you know, what is fun or what is the competition doing? And everybody's just kind of running around, wasting a bunch of time and money when they could be really thriving if they just watched what they spent their money on. Yeah, and this conversation derives from one of the, as we've always said, Nick and I just text ideas back and forth and we bounce with the ideas of what's going to go for a podcast through text. And one of the ones that came to mind for me was don't try to impress someone else. Try to impress yourself that down the road 10 years from now. So if you're going to be, say you're, you know, 25 like I am. Mm-hmm. I want to look at myself when I was 25 and go, you know, I was doing the right moves then when I'm 35. Oh, and this is something I found out yesterday. It's actually a pretty cool thing you could do for yourself. Mm. So there are applications or there is actually a way within Gmail where you can send yourself an email mm-hmm. going through the things that you have accomplished. Mm-hmm. And the things that you wish you would have your future self accomplish. And you can get very deep into it, whether that's committing more into your relationship or doing, you know, things personally, mm-hmm. things at work, just going down this list of things. I apologize for that burp. There's something You're moving. <laughs> um, You're human. Yeah. But it was pretty cool because I found it out on a um, podcast that I was listening to yesterday and they were going through all these like life hacks, tips and tricks, lessons and stuff like that for, that they've learned through uh, 2023. And that was one that I, I thought was pretty cool is you can send yourself an email and just kind of touch base with yourself, but also give yourself a reminder of where you were a year ago, five years ago, 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. And essentially say, hey, be proud of yourself with where you're going. Mm-hmm. Give yourself a little pat on the back, but also say, you know, be real with yourself. Have you hit the goals that you set out for yourself within those years? Or how, if you haven't, how have you had to adjust right. in order to get there? Or what's changing? What has changed about you? And it, it was really cool. Hmm, that's interesting. So what we were talking about in the other podcast was the cost of a truck. Yes. So I just looked it up. So I just got a, a 2020, 2020 F-250, 55,000 miles, $50,000. Yeah. Is that AutoTrader or like Cars.com or something? This is Cars.com. Okay. So it's, it's just one of your regular um, sites just to find cars. Yeah, yeah. It's This looks to be like an XL with a Chrome package, I think. Yeah, it's got a Chrome package. It's, I hate Chrome. Some people do. I don't mind it. It's just a pickup truck. Yeah, I mean, the whole inside of it is just gray fabric it looks like it's i mean it is a bare bones not bare bones but it's down there it is nowhere near a lariat or a platinum or whatever okay bearish bones bearish it's it's very it's very not very loaded um but fifty thousand dollars for a used truck i can go on copart right now and buy that exact same truck wrecked that's fixable Mm -hmm. and i could do it right now just look it up Okay, okay that way we have accurate data for well, the people. Thing is, thing is is that with the Copart app, I don't know exactly what it's going to go for ultimately. Well, you can get around about it. It's like, hey, this is where this is sitting right now. Right. So, let's log in here. And then, okay, say we add on four grand. Oh, no. I put the wrong password in. It's no bueno. All right. Let's see here. Is that password work? No. Try again. Oh my gosh, dude. Why is it doing this to me? All right, guys, maybe we're not getting. (laughs) Is it my fat fingers? Yeah, save that. Why aren't you doing that? Yeah, see, it's not going to do it, dude. It's not going to show it to me. Mm -mm -mm. So, so, okay, here you go. Here's here's one that I saved. It's buy it now. It's a 17 Ford Raptor with 70,000 miles, and it's buy it now for 37 grand. 
I mean, okay, let's say echelon-wise, price-wise, brand new, those would be roughly the same. <laughs> no, this truck would be way more. Would it? Okay. Oh, yeah, way, way more. I mean, look at this thing. It's perfect. There's nothing wrong with it. Okay. Well, then we'll just say, like, MSRP, that's more. Literally. But you're, you're cutting your price in half, essentially. Yeah. So if you can cut the price in half, think about it this way. Take the vehicle is just a transporter. It doesn't define you as a person at all. No. It doesn't. It used to be my definer of who I am, but it really isn't. All it is is a mechanism of making cash. Yeah, I mean, if my truck only had the regular wheels on it and everything else, I still would have been fine with it. Right. It, so the fact is, it just it came with what was naturally on it. So I was like, okay, cool, that's a bonus. Right, and you're also you've also learned that it's it's not about it's not a matter of how you look, but how it performs. Mm-hmm. You're learning that a lot of people don't get that. I, the guy that we were talking about in the last podcast pushing snow around with his BS little plow, but yet he's got a brand spanking new truck. I'm like. Yeah, and I looked back on his on his Instagram too when I looked at it, and it was like open BS little single axle trailer, BS little John Deere mower, like buying equipment at like Home Depot and mm-hmm. Giant, and yet he's got this brand new Super Duty. Like God, I just I can't get over it. The priorities are they're I, so backwards. Yeah, I'm not going to say messed up because for him that's right. It, I and think that's it's shiny syndrome, and that's the thing is is that. Shiny syndrome changes your priorities, and then it also gives you that boost of dopamine, and it makes you feel like you're making the right decision of like, oh, this will better my business, business, you know, tenfold. And that's the other thing too is is like, everybody goes know your numbers, especially in our industry recently. The biggest thing is know your numbers, know your numbers, know your numbers. The biggest problem with know your numbers is you can't just look at top line, bottom line. What what do you you need to know? what your P&L is saying, what it's saying for your company. But you have to properly know how to read it. Exactly. And not and lie to yourself. that's where the problem is. So when people look at that truck and go, oh, it's going to multiply this X-fold, like say 3X, is it really? Is it really going to do that? Okay. Let's, let's just say it does. Well, what if you spent a little bit less and then – you took the 3X because A to B, trucks can get to A to B. Yeah. That's what they do. If you can get to A to B cheaper, still be able to three times your money because you're going from a nothing little piece of junk RAV4 or something to a pickup truck. Okay, that's going to make it better. And then from there, you can take the money that you didn't spend on that super expensive truck and you bought one that's three or four years old, took that extra money and dumped it into advertising and marketing. So now instead of 3Xing, you're 10Xing. Well, it's leverage. It is. And it's, you're, it's, taking, you're taking your inputs, multiplying them to get a higher output. That's all you're doing. You know, it's it's the old Archimedes saying, give me a leverage and a, or, yeah, a lever and a fulcrum large enough and I can move the world. Yeah, you could. You know, it's and that's the thing. Big. And so that's that's what I'm trying to get back at it here, guys, is that if you, you have to decide what it is that you want. I'm going to give you, for instance, Kyle. And I want you to answer this, but there's you answering it, and then I want your old self to answer it. Hmm. Okay, so that was a compliment. So thank you. Would you would you rather have? Would you rather have a brand new Longhorn Edition Cummins crew Mega Crew cab, whatever color you wanted, big badass truck, hundred grand, right? That does the same thing your current Ram does now, or you take. Oh, and by the way, you're a hundred grand in debt, and it stresses your life out to the max. And when no one's looking, you're really what freaked a, out. What is a payment on? Is it twelve hundred or is that going to be? Yeah, my truck, my hundred thousand dollar truck's fifteen hundred bucks a month. And yes, I financed it. I didn't pay cash for it. No need. I don't need to tie up that much money right now. I needed mm. a truck right then and there. Um, anyway, that's a story for another day. But okay, with that hundred thousand dollar truck, or that seventy thousand dollar truck, or sixty thousand dollar truck, typically it's purchased and it's more than we really can afford so yes think about this Kyle. you're laying in bed and you're like thinking about your finances you're going over your budget and you're like man i love that truck but damn it that payment that thousand twelve hundred fifteen hundred dollar payment whatever it is good lord that's just a lot what if what if you thought of it this way okay what if i only got a truck that only cost me 30 or 40 grand my payment was 600 bucks a month 700 bucks a month 
and I could put three, four, five hundred dollars a month into my SEO or my any any kind of marketing per se and grow it. Or say you say you don't run a business. What if you could take all that money and you can dump it into a retirement account or into a Robinhood account or just simply put it in the savings account in Robinhood and make five percent on it? So old me definitely would have wanted the truck. And here's the thing is you can't look at a business as, oh, this is my bank until you actually create it to become a bank. Because that's the way I saw it as is like, oh, my, my business, it, it's a business expense. And everybody got, or at least everybody that I knew off the top of my head is that's what was preached is that business expense, business expense, find a way to business expense it. Hold on, on that topic, on that topic, what do, they, what do they always say? They always say, it's a tax write-off. Yes. So how many times have you ever heard me? It's a tax write-off. No, I don't think ever. Not once. You talk about one section, section one seventy nine on purchasing a mulch meat. Correct, but when but, it comes to us here in Dawson, when these mics are turned off, I've never heard it. Because real businessmen don't think that way. Mm-hmm. Because we've already, we know our our you're money. You're thinking, but that goes back to the back, uh, previous podcast. Is you're four steps ahead. Mm-hmm. You know, I haven't learned that. And the one thing that kicked that into gear was a book that I read this year. This is your next five moves by Patrick Bet David. The reason he essentially went through all that, he went through his whole backstory of living in, I believe it was Iran or something like that under a really bad regime. And he was like, I needed to find my way out of here in order to do that. I needed to see myself in the United States mm-hmm. and then I could build my life. Yep. And I'm like, wow, that that's very impactful. And then I started listening more into Patrick Bet David, and then I listened to some of his podcasts, and I don't know, that part hit home to me. But to come back to what we were talking about is my old self would have wanted that $100,000 truck. And to be honest, I still would love, like sure. to have it because sure. that's that's me. I, I, like, I like trucks. One, this is a me thing. I like being able to see what's in front of me. I'm mm-hmm. short as shit. I can't see around very much anyway in a car. Mm-hmm. But if I'm in a truck, I feel like I can see five moves ahead of me, which – that's me building my platform and being able to see above everyone else. But you you accomplish that for forty, not a hundred. Mm-hmm. So that's so. What is more important to you, having that big bad truck for a hundred grand or whatever, right? Or being able to breathe at night and know that you don't have that huge weight on your shoulders that you've got to that you've got to face every single month, and at the exact same time, it's depreciating every single day. Yeah. So I would rather put that money away, and we're going to do this right now. So I have an Acorns account, and as you know, you can play around with Acorns, and if you want an Acorns link, let me know. I will send it to you. (laughs) Um, Wow, you make a lot of money doing it, though. That's smart. See? That's smart. So anyway, Acorns, if you're listening by any chance or it somehow gets picked up through the old algorithms, um, contact us. I'd love to work with you. Um, But I use Acorns myself, and right now, if I put $500 into my account, my projected savings. Take a guess what it would be right now. From when to when? From now until I'm 65. 500 bucks? Yeah, 500 bucks. you start? 500 bucks a week. Oh, 500 a week. Oh, fuck. Oh, sorry. Yeah, let's do 500 months. So what's that break? Four divided by... 500 five, what? 500 divided by four. Is that 125? Yeah. So if I did 125 a week, that gives me 500 a month. Oh, I can, I can do the, that math pretty quick. So it's going to be like... Uh, Four point eight million. No. Oh no! You no. I'm doing that's four you, years. No, no. Yeah, it's, you, it'd be like three, three point two. No, it's one point one. Okay. So that's one twenty five a week, and that's just regular average, one hundred twenty five bucks a week. Me putting in acorns. Okay. Now, if I did five hundred weekly, that comes out to four point two million. And that's, that's the just, number I'm thinking. That's just projected growth. Just. Mm-hmm. Everything's set on autopilot. I'm not touching a thing. Mm-hmm. That's no roundups, no nothing. Because I don't have roundups set up yet. Which I do. I probably ought to do. I put 400 bucks a week into Rob, or to Acorns, and I do 10 times roundups on everything I buy. Yeah. I'm probably going to start setting that up soon. As soon as I figure out the home stuff, because Chloe and I are talking about getting a place soon. Mm. So, to be determined. Yeah. But, <laughs> speaking of the devil... What's she calling you? No, Lyle. <laughs> oh, Lyle. What's up, dude? I'm not answering him, though, because he's not on the board. So I'll talk to him later. But anyway, if you look at that, that amount of money, just thinking about, okay, I say I go to 65 and I'm still working, which 
I probably will because I don't like not moving. It when I'm sitting down, sitting still, my mind races and I I I'm very irritable not doing something. But me putting that money to do something or investing into my family so that even if I don't get to spend the money and it gets spread out to Maylin and our other child, then I'd rather it go there than me go, oh, yeah, I'm just going to go spend it on something that I just willingly, willy-nilly want, mm-hmm. you know. That you're going to throw away in the trash. Yeah, and, like, the one thing we did for Christmas this year is all of our friends, we didn't get them gifts. Mm-hmm. We got them experiences. Mm. So my parents, they're going to go to a sip and paint. Mm-hmm. My brother and his girlfriend are going to go to a sip and paint. Um, we actually, No, we did get one gift, but it was for Matt and Marissa, but it was a lot of canvas wedding pictures to put around their house Mm -hmm. so one it was sentimental two they just bought a new home and three it was like partial christmas gift and he's my best friend i'll spend a shit ton of money on him i don't care (laughs) like like i said if i had the money i'd get him a 63 split window no problem Mm -hmm. i'd easily get my dad a 440 Mm -hmm. so but no those are the things that like if i have the ability to do so those are the things that i would want to be able to give to them it's not the matter of making anybody else happy or giving them the ability to be happy. It's, this is something I would like to do for my people. I got you. I got you. Well, let's keep it on topic because I understand you're a giving soul. And yeah. You're a man. That's what we do. Um, so on topic, it's, it's so in- incredibly important for you to realize that when you're sitting there, like doing your budget, most people don't even do a budget. They just spend and hope it works out. Like, I don't understand that. Like I, I have, experience with that a lot of people that they just they don't even calculate like okay i need to have this much money for food this much money for housing this much money for phone this much they have no idea yeah like when i go to people and i talk about hey you know i've i spend x amount of dollars in groceries every single month which it's way too much nowadays because of stupid inflation uh fjb and and that in the holidays (laughs) yeah um hey wiggles come here hi my little wiggle buddy, he just oh, came Was he going to hit a board button? Come here, Bubba. No, he's a good boy. Come here, you crazy doggy. <laughs> Captain would have just tackled the board. Yes, he would have. Um, it's extremely important for everybody to understand, whether you're a business or, or a homeowner or just a young person that's trying to make it, is that what is the outcome that you're looking for? Keep in mind, the person that sees you driving that F-350 Platinum F-450 Dually, I'm making fun of myself here, like, I'm honestly thinking about selling it. I, I just don't want it. I didn't want it to start with. Um, even though it's cool, um, no one cares. Well, and that's the thing I was just thinking about is, like, if I'm driving around, I'm looking at cars because I'm like, oh, that's a cool car. That's a cool car. Like, I'm a big Mopar guy. Mm-hmm. I like seeing Challengers and Chargers on the road. It just makes – it that gets me happy. Um, every once in a while, you see, like, a really nice R8 or you see – just – Cars that you don't see on a normal basis, mm-hmm. you should say. Like a GTR. When I see a GTR, I get really excited because they're really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a Nissan GTR, not a Mercedes GTR. Right. I'm not a huge fan of the Mercedes one. But, like, if you're driving around a RAV4, I'm not giving a crap about you specifically. Um, now, Not in a mean way. Yeah, not in a mean way. It's just a matter of I have my life to focus on. You have your life to focus on. Mm-hmm. You know, the only time maybe I notice it is, is like, oh, wow, that's a really bad wreck. I really hope they're okay. Like, I know that car's got good safety ratings. I hope they're okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, those are some of the things that kind of run through my mind. But, like, if I'm going down the road, like, the cars that pass by us right now, like, you see just regular, everyday vehicles going by. You see your Hyundais, your Toyotas, your GMCs, just everything going by. And it's good for you. Yeah, but the thing is, though, is that every, oh, not every one of them, but most of them, there's a loan on every one of them. Yeah, and someone sits home every single month, and nowadays they don't write checks for them, but they, you know, they have auto draw. Yeah, they pay the balance. They pay the balance each and every month, and you know, a nicer car that goes by nine times out of ten, eight times out of ten, it's probably being paid for monthly, mm-hmm. like my truck is. Not that I can't afford it; I can start a check right now and pay it off. Like, it's not that big a deal. Yeah, but I like to stretch out the money a little bit. But it's going to cost me forty thousand dollars in interest. Yeah, that's why I don't want the stupid truck because it's like. It's a draw on me, and I don't like anything drawing on me. It's funny. I actually feel the same way finally. It took a while, but I feel like I, I'm able to write a check, and I can pay off my truck now, too. That's good. You know, and it makes me feel good, but it's also that 
I would like to draw that money out within a period of time mm -hmm. so that I can still plan on, okay, let's get into the house and get this and get that. Yeah. So that's, that's what you got to look at. And then I was, I had lunch with a young man yesterday, very good kid. Um, and I was explaining to him, his, his parents were trying to, to explain to him how to look at money and this and that. And I, and I gave him my perspective on it. And my perspective is this, he's talking about a house. He's like, you know, it's just expensive to buy a house. And I said, I understand that, but you have to look at it like a savings account. If you have money sitting in a savings account right now, you're more than likely not making squat on that money. Unless you have a high interest savings like Ally or Capital One. Right, or, but not everybody does. Well, I'm just mentioning there's as like a little hint for people. Right. If you want to like put your money to do something, mm -hmm. you know, like the little bit that I have yeah. away for a home, I'm making 20 bucks a month on and it's just sitting there versus... 10 cents yeah so I, i've i have a bunch of money in in robin hood just in a in a oh, like, and like the five two or whatever yeah, it is yeah right now it's at five percent apy uh with a gold membership which is what i have i've i threw a bunch of money into it about june this year i think yeah that sounds right it's q2 i'll just say q2 right now i've earned include so this month i've i've made over 465 dollars in mm -hmm. interest and since June, over thirty four hundred bucks. Yeah, and the money's just sitting there. It ain't done nothing. All I did was just go from I put basically I took it from my left pocket and put it to a right pocket. That's yeah. all I did. You ha so I explained this to this kid. I said, okay, think about this house. You have to learn to put money in a place that it will grow while you sleep or while you're working it, right? And so if you say you buy a mulchmate, the day you buy a mulchmate and the day you implement it that money that you spent is growing because you're able to do more, pay less people, and get at least 100 to 200 grand worth of work done every year that you couldn't have done before. Yeah. Okay? If you go and take take the money that you made from buying the mulch mate, that 100, 200 grand, and say you throw it into a house, right? So you put 100 grand down into that house, and you buy the house, and you get going on it. What you're hoping is is that the the home the asset will grow with inflation right yeah. so money just continually becomes less and less valuable as time goes on it's just the way it goes they keep printing they keep it just keeps happening so when you like i was telling this young man i said look take the money that you've earned because he's got deep in the five figures with the money earned i said go out there and just get your starter house and get get that started yeah right Instead of like, he's got an older Ram, it's it's like yours but junkier and older, and I'm like, yeah, he's he, got he, like a fifteen hundred or something. He wants to like upgrade. I'm like, don't do it because he doesn't even know if he wants to be a landscaper anymore. And I said, don't do it. Take that money, leave that truck alone. If it breaks, fix it. It'll cost you eight hundred bucks, thousand bucks, whatever. Did he say what he wants to change to? Because I know the person you're talking about. But we don't have to. Like, he didn't. Away. He didn't say what vehicle he wants. He just no, he, no, no. What he wanted because you said he didn't want to be a landscaper anymore. He hasn't figured it out. So I was advising him on what I think. Yeah, I mean, he's young enough, so he's got a little bit of options. To he's play, 18. But, yeah. He's young, so he goes to college right now. And um, he, he goes to a college not in the state. But um, we're in the state of Maryland for anybody that's listening and doesn't know where we're located. At, uh, we're at 899 Airport Park Road, Suite E. Right by BWI Airport. Right by BWI in Glen Burnie, Maryland. So um, if you want to send a gift, a T-shirt, something. I'm a 2X. What are you? Large? Yeah, ish. There you go. I say large. I have a longer torso. You do. So my legs are short as shit, but I got a longer torso. So mediums is like I, my ass crack hangs out all the time. Everybody <laughs> loves it. Nod. So my my point to him was, you know, when it comes to spending your money and you go out and you buy all these doodads, you buy these beautiful trucks and these UTVs and all this crap that you end up just throwing away. It's have you ever seen The Grinch? Mm-hmm. So in the in the, I love, love the Grinch. The, yeah. I love the Grinch. It's so, a good movie. It's a great movie. Jim Carrey did a fantastic job. I actually saw a video uh, thing about it. He said he took eight hours a day to put on that makeup. Mm -hmm. He said he literally had a psychotherapist come in to help keep him sane. Well, it, it's funny too. This is like him, Jim Carrey, and um, Johnny Depp played their characters very well. Because like yeah. Jim Carrey and I think he did he play Son of the Mask. Mask. I, yeah. That was his first big hit. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. But, like, the characters and the the act that they had to play, like, Johnny Depp, from the stories I've heard, he would act the role outside because he had to keep himself in character for yep. as long as the movie was going on. And That's commitment. It's, yeah, it it's cool, though. I bet you it changes you as a person. Oh, I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah, so anyway. Going, My job, Dick. Yeah, so in... in um. 
in in uh, in the Grinch. He talks. He's at, he's like yelling at everybody in in Whoville, and he's like, you know where all your neckties go? They all come to the dump. Yeah, they all come to me, and it's and it's all. What it, basically what I'm I'm referencing to is, you, you go out there and you buy all this junk. You buy all these things. You the things that you want, and you end up getting them, and then you end up just throwing the things that you wanted six months ago. You end up throwing those away. I'll give you another great example. So my Audi, I have a sheepy twin turbo kit coming for this thing, right? And I, I he gave me a gift box and it had a hoodie in it and a yeah. t-shirt and all the stuff and it's it's really awesome, but it he had a QR code on his box so I scanned the QR code because I I wanted to see where it went, and it just goes right back to his sheepy apparel brand or whatever online, yeah. and I'm like looking through and I'm like oh, that's a cool hoodie oh that's a cool shirt oh and I start to put all this stuff into the cart I'm like I'm gonna get a hoodie I'm gonna get a shirt I'm gonna get a sticker because I I, I want to support him I like what he's doing. Um, I think he's got some work to do, but you know, I would want somebody to support us that way. Yeah. So I'm going through. I'm like, that's cool. That's cool. It's cool. I put it in there, and I'm I'm st- I'm stopping myself. I'm like, hold on. You've got four hoodies in your closet. You've got t-shirts galore, and you're just sitting here spending money. Mm-hmm. Is that want? Is that shiny? Is that new? It's, that's it's, why I haven't gotten. Sh- I literally go to GIE equip, or I used to, just to literally get a wardrobe. That would be my wardrobe for the year. That's kind of smart. Because I, I could get free shirts, and I wouldn't have to spend a thing. They were pretty decent. Yeah. I mean, my favorite shirt that I wear most often is the Hustler one. Is it? <laughs> yeah. It's nice. It, it's just a comfortable shirt. It fits well. It's it's good for the, my longer tour, so. Yeah. The right ones, they they get really staticky, mm. which I know because it was like that dry fit material. It's I got a great fit. shirt. I got to figure out what sheep uses because it is sweet. Yeah. Dude, the Sport Tech, these jackets, these yeah. are comfy. You like them? Oh, dude. Everybody's wearing them, so they must be comfy. I need to grab one for Chloe before I leave today because okay. she's been riding my ass. Good. We'll do it. Um, but my point to all this is, guys, like I am not immune to what I'm talking about here. Like I deal with it all the time, and I have to stop. And remind myself, and I notice a lot of people it's don't dopam- do that. It's a dopamine rush. It is a dopamine rush. This dude, Sheepy, when I was down there talking to him, he literally has dopamine tattooed on his neck because mm-hmm. he's always after the next dopamine hit. And I get that. But you got to decide what kind of <gasps> dopamine hit do you actually want. What? It gets into another big topic that I wouldn't mind covering. Well, cover it. Okay. Every – okay. Um, not – I'm going to say every. Let me backpedal for two seconds. Hey, you're doing what I do now. Yes. So good boy. So the do you ever listen to the influencers? Everything everybody was preaching online. You need seven streams of income. The seven this, seven that. Mm. Da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. It was all about this number seven. Yeah. Which we understand this seven touches in order to get in front of someone. Um, but no one taught me that one. By the way, I've came up with that on my own. Well, and but that's just something we speak about a lot. Sure. And I, I do agree with it. It has a lot of validity to it. It's just a matter of getting in front of someone enough in order for them to reach out to you. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of people go into, I'm going to do the landscaping business. Oh, I like this. Well, maybe I'm going to do a marketing thing. Well, maybe I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Well, this also goes into your seven streams. Oh, man, dude, I'm going to be a millionaire before I know it. And people go into these <laughs> massive rabbit holes of chasing that dopamine rush because they're doing something new, mm-hmm. which allows them to have that dopamine rush. But being that it's a larger project, it gives them this bigger boost of it. So they're just go, 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 go. Mm-hmm. And then eventually what I noted, and this was something that I – kind of picked up on with Alex Ramosi is he's like, don't do that. That's stupid. You know why it's stupid? Is because the things that you think you can step away from, you can't. Mm-hmm. And you need to be able to put 100% focus into that specific area, mm-hmm. get it to a point where it can run autonomously, then you move to the next one. So they and, say that happens in three years. Yeah, and it's it's a matter of creating the systems. It's a matter of creating the training. So like the one big thing is that if you need to get away from getting everybody into these, um, like pointing us around and doing these specific things, like you need to teach Gavin, okay, if this isn't working, what's the next step? What's my next step? What's my next step? And you have to... It's hard to do because you need to go and do all these other things. Like you and I have talked about these massive projects that are on your mind. Mm-hmm. You need to put your mind towards that because that's what's going to boost Dawson into literally a whole other echelon. Now, if you can make it so that he learns all that, Sam learns all that, Justin learns all that, and we all create like these trainings. So like if nobody knows how to do powder coating, Yep. I need to be able to create a video in order to teach the next person that 
isn't me to do the powder coating. And it can either be a video, I can do a day's worth of training with them, and then it's a, this is one thing I like Keith Kelfis was, I'll show you, and then you do it with me, and then you teach me. Mm-hmm. It's like a three-step program there. It's just mm-hmm. like you have to go through this process, and once you do that, then I feel comfortable with you doing it by yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I, I don't know. The dopamine, dopamine hit me with that because I noticed there's a lot of people going after all these different branches, and the one person I know of, um, uh, I'm not, I don't know if I want to say the name, but I don't know don't. you would know who it was. Where do you know him from? Go gang. Don't know what go gang is. It's Tigran. I'm not gonna say anything bad about T- Tigran's doing really good out in um, California with his company, um, and I actually really respect him. The more I kind of see what he does, he's doing really good with his company. Look, look him up real quick. I want to know who you're talking about because I have no idea. As who you're soon talking about. as I show you who it is, he's you'll be like, oh, he actually. I think he actually follows the podcast. So Tigran, I love you, bud. Um, I apologize for not knowing. I've got a lot of other you're, things. Yeah, you you're just on a. I'm not gonna say. You're on a different level. I'm on a, I'm on an island, honestly. It's very interesting how that's. Right, so if I can figure out my phone today, that'd be great. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't. Uh, maybe I know his face. Oh, I know the name up top. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I see he's liking our stuff here recently. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I know. I know it is. So well, I, I've seen his. What do you call it? Tag. What's the name? Yeah. Domain name. What was it called? I can't. Uh, Handle handle the handle. Okay. It's handle. It's like tiger something or something. Tiger. Yeah, Tigran Gertz. Yeah, okay. I, I've seen that. Yeah, I see so, he likes our stuff. Thanks, dude. Yeah, yeah. He's a great guy. I love his company. I've seen a lot of what he's doing. Um, he's really big into Cardone, mm-hmm. which I'm not gonna say good, bad, indifferent. I everybody has their own person they follow. Sure. Um, but one of the guys that was within his group ended up going down the shiny syndrome route and then wanted to create these different things. He was doing a pool company and then he did hardscaping and he did, um, he was trying to create a software company and was doing this, doing that, doing this, doing that. And all out of nowhere, gone, vanished Mm -hmm. because he extremely over embellished Mm -hmm. and then went down the shiny syndrome, bought a 450 that was supposed to be for a giveaway and this and that. And they were doing all these, these giveaway things. And like, he was like, Oh, this is fun. And next thing he knows, he was all over Colorado news and he wasn't getting the projects done at oh, massive, no. massive, massive lawsuits. Oh, no. And, um, I don't know. It just, it went down that route, but it's, you get into this big tie of like, Oh, this is cool. I'm building all these different things when really you should be focused on the one thing, focus on that one thing really freaking hard. Mm-hmm. And then once you get to a point where it can run by itself, then you move into the other things. Oh yeah. You know, and that's why like, you and I were talking about all this um, marketing stuff. I would really like to take it over. We haven't sat down and come up with a plan, and you said, hey, here's your reins. Here's what you can work within. Mm-hmm. Let's get all this set up, and now let's go. I have an idea, actually. So and, I've been thinking about it. And, like I told you I do. Yeah, and the one thing is, is like I didn't want to overstep because this is not my company. Mm-hmm. Scarlet Oak is my company. I'll do whatever I feel like doing with that. That's fine, mm-hmm. right? But me as a person, I can only nudge and say, hey, like – I, I'd love to throw these punches for you. If you want me to throw them, I'll throw them. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's just a matter of getting to that point because I know where I stand. I just have to be able to say, "Hey, like I'm, I'll here, I'll be here and raise my hand," kind of deal. Yeah. So I've been, I've been actually. This is not a really a conversation front air, but I've actually just so everybody can hear. Like this is firsthand. Kyle hearing this for the first time. So I've been mulling over that for a while, and before we even started all this, I had already knew what direction this was going to go yeah. I, I just i know you i know me i know they call me tom sawyer so that'll tell you something there so i, I get what i want was tom sawyer the one that painted the fence or something or, yeah okay yeah. anyway it, i'm it, trying to relate the book I, I remember the name i just couldn't remember the story i can talk myself in anything like literally i could talk myself right into the white house if i wanted <laughs> it's just the way the way i'm wired i guess i don't know but Oh, that just went down a really bad rabbit hole in my head. Anyway. Oh, don't go there. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to go You'll in there. You'll laugh your ass off off air, though. I won't go in there on January 6th, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, you'll be on a watch list. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, um, so anyway, I, ha- I have somebody else in mind for a position to move you out of, to move you into something else, and I have to make a couple phone calls and see if that'll work. I've got to talk to Craig about it because 
we're I think we're going to start looking for a new CFO, somebody that's more experienced than our current CFO. Excuse me for burping. Um, nice. It's somebody. I'm, I'm going to try to find somebody that has experience with a hundred million, two hundred, five hundred million dollar company. You know, running it and knows more than I do. Because here's here's the here's the truth of the to the matter. Here at Dawson, I am I'm good to where we are now. Past where we are now, I'm getting into uncharted territory and I'm having to learn as we go, and it's stunting our growth. It's my fault. Okay, so I have an idea. We'll talk about this off air. Yes, we will. So anyway, I'm gonna tell you. So I had um you were sitting there talking about uh what was the name? Tegan. Tegrin. Tegrin, excuse me. Yeah, which anybody that doesn't know him, he owns Applewood Landscape out in California. He does amazing work mm-hmm. from what I've seen on Instagram, his YouTube videos, and it's it's quality stuff. And then when he messes up, he shows, hey, look, like I messed up, and this is where I lost money in this job, and here's why. Interesting. And he goes through a lot, and he's, it's not like he's like super vulnerable about it. He's just he's 100% honest. Good. You know, and it's it's a good thing. You know, and I... I don't remember if he was an immigrant, but I know his father was. Theoretically, his we all are, theoretically. I know, but he's not as distant as we would be. Like, our great-great-great-grandparents came versus his, like, more immediate family. Yeah, my great-grandparents are from Norway. So yeah. I'm and that Viking. Well, <laughs> <laughs> my family's very Scottish. And then we moved to Nova Scotia, and instead of there being a family tree, it was a very family stem for a little bit of time it was, <laughs> it was it's very weird to think about but then at the same time it's like okay well now we're diversifying anyway i digress so i'm trying to think about where i was going to go with that one and i've done i've done lost it but that was a lot of tangents now that i'm thinking about it wasn't you, it you do that you like i'm like all right get back on track Colin, and bring well, it back well the part that i was trying to relate to with the going down the whole rabbit hole of where we went with the uh, one kid was just a matter of shiny syndrome focusing on what everybody else is telling you and then trying your morph yourself into it versus doing what we try to say is that one percent if you can focus on one little thing to work on to fix yourself Mm -hmm. that is that will pay dividends over trying to go after multiple things Mm -hmm. it's it's that compound effect of time and consistency, time and consistency, time and consistency. That might as well just be our low freaking motto is I mean, time and consistency equals overall success. Yeah, I mean, consistency it, always wins. Yeah. So you were talking, this is what I was going to talk about. So going back to, you were talking about, you know, the seven years and seven touches and all that kind of jazz. So a couple of years ago, I'm going to say it was it was 2020. So 2020 kicked Dawson Manufacturing's ass, like yeah. it kicked a lot of people's asses. And um, I was sitting there thinking, all right, how how can I combat all this? Because I'm I'm a fighter. Like I'm not just gonna sit around and wait. And so I had decided that I was gonna go try to start a rim manufacturing company. Oh, I remember that. Right. They were some cool rims though. Yeah, I had some nice designs going, and I had everything laid out. And I was like, all right, I can make this much money. It's gonna take this much of an inv- investment. This 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 and this. And I had I had gone through every step to get there, and even made a prototype set, which is what was on my truck when it blew up just a few <laughs> short months ago. Anyway, so I, I, I went through all the necessary steps, and I proved that I could do it. I proved that there was money there, and I proved that I could design them, and I could get the, the, the product in and da 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 And I, I finally, I, I, read a, I, re, I reached a crossroad of, okay, do I jump into this? Because if I do, it's you only have so much bandwidth in your mind to then pay attention to things. And so I had decided that, no, I'm not. And I'm going to agree with whoever you were referencing to of stay focused. Who, who are you referencing? Elon Musk or something? I don't know what it was. but uh, Hormozy. 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 Yeah. So he did, I want to say it started with gym launch, and that was him. He was flying around to different places trying to launch a gym, and his only way of making the money was the initial sign-up. And then after that, the gym kept the profits of the reoccurring revenue. Mm-hmm. But he would take a gym from essentially like 75 clients to like 250 or whatever their maximum was. Right. And then um, he would do that. And then the way he was able to repeat it is one day he was like, you know what? I don't feel like flying to this place because of whatever the conditions were. Right. And he still was able to sell the course and make the money. So he's like, oh shit, I can do this remote now, mm-hmm. you know? And then it's like, okay, well, let me dump all my focus into this 
And then he ended up getting out of that, and then I, he went to some comp- – I want to say it was called Allen or something like that. But um, I think it was like some gym processing program or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then you know he put all of his energy into that, and now he's sold – a couple of companies now and now his sole focus is acquisition.com and then mm-hmm. with his podcast and books that he's coming out with his main goal is to document his way to a billion mm-hmm. because Elon and Bezos never did hmm. so he's like I'm going to get there mm. this is my goal so but- does he have kids no yeah there you go yeah that's why he can do it because mm-hmm. if you do have kids and all that extra energy goes to them yeah that's what I'm living if you want to make a billion dollars, don't have kids. Well, the other thing, too, is, is like, if you can find a way to document it intermittently, well, like, like our podcast right now, the, mm-hmm. the reason we're doing this is, one, to help others, but two, also, it gives us a timestamp as to where we are. And, like, this isn't going to be the podcast studio forever. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not going to be shooting powder all the time. And now if there's a point where they're out of the shot for some reason or you know, we're, we're at a point where, hey, we really need to get powder done and yep. XYZ is on vacation yep. – Dude, I have no problem. I will hop back in and help out. No problem. I would do the same thing. You know, dude. How many times do I take the trash out? A lot, but I'm trying to beat you to it. <laughs> I took the trash out this morning. I was here for the weekend doing it. it I vacuum every Monday when I come in, though. I'll I know you, you do. I you vacuum. Do. I clean the toilets. I, I'll clean toilets. I clean bathrooms. I don't vacuum very much. I I, I have Jamie or you do it. Beating you to it. Well, Jamie needs to get the other side done. Anyway, I'm going to go back to what I was talking about the rims to stay on track. <laughs> I always do this. And people make fun of me for it, but it's it's important to Don't stay Don't worry, focused. you were just asking who we were talking about staying right. focused. La- it was- I like to stay laser focused. So I was going to go into this rim manufacturing deal, and I sat down with myself one day, and I looked in the mirror, and I said, okay, dude, if you do this, this is going to take attention away from your main focus, and you've already poured... At that point in time, three, four, five years into it or something? I don't know what it was. Okay, what, what would be the numerical figure? Would you be able to... Dollar-wise? Yeah. How much money did you pour in in that five-year period? Holy crap. Millions of dollars. Millions of dollars, Kyle. Millions. And The I, reason I ask is something popped up on another podcast that I was listening to with um, Ryan Pineda, and the guy was like, how much money have you spent in yourself in the most recent years? He's like, dude, I've spent at least three, four million. Okay. so Just trying to figure out what that next step is in order to exponentially take them. Sure. So that's a great, great thing. And that's, that's exactly kind of what I'm getting at here is that, okay. So I physical dollars, um, I started off with a couple few and it was all earned that I earned at my landscape company, selling my company saved while I had the landscape company. I went through every freaking dollar. I got, I went down to $2,000 in my name is how low I got. And when I got down to, about ten thousand dollars of my name, I had that ninety foot wild side Peterbilt mm-hmm. stacker trailer, and I paid one hundred and fifty grand for it, and I sold it for two hundred grand. Mm. So I had a fifty thousand um, dollar profit yeah. on that. Save me, and then small buffer, small buffer, and then um, I never had to sell any other personal assets other than some small stuff that I was just trying to clean up and get out of my way. But that but was that a, comes with life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but what happened was. I, I poured all of my money into it, um, a huge portion of my father's money, which wasn't as much as mine, but whatever, um, because we're all self-funded. And he came on as a partner after I got it started and said, hey, I'll help you grow this thing. You know, you're my son. You're my one and only son. Um, I got to do something with my life. My, my business is dying. I'll do this with you. Yeah. Cool. I'm very happy to have him. But this isn't like some, like, daddy built it, and then I took it over, like uh, – Right. All the all the whiteboard ideas are you. Those are your drawings on the whiteboard of like what's next. Yes, what we're getting into. The whole plan's me. Yeah, yeah. So he's whatever. just okay. Let's be strategical. Yeah, he 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 protects me because I'm he's conservative. I'm aggressive. Yeah, he pu- he pulls the reins on on you when he sees you going a little too far. Yes. So my my point to all this is okay. You're how much did I put into it? I don't know. Actual money before the business got started. Um. Okay, let's say before like the first sale. Before the first sale, three million, probably. Um, now it wasn't just that. I had, uh, truth be told, I pretty much lost my marriage to all this. Um, I did. I lost my marriage to all this. I gained a solid eighty pounds through all of it, through like the hard times of getting the business going. So I'm gonna say something, and it's I don't want it to come off weird or condescending or shitty. 
but I'm I'm proud of you being able to say that. Which part? The marriage. Yeah, it was my fault. It's. I don't mean this in a sh- weird way. What I'm trying to say is I, I'm proud of you in a genuine way because I feel like that that is an accomplishment for you, mm-hmm. being able to say it and go and. Julie's a great woman. Mm-hmm. I, you know, we talk all the time. We go out to dinner with you guys, and she, she is a great woman. Mm-hmm. I know personally what happened, all that. I'm not going to get into it, but I'm just – I'm letting you know I'm proud of you for being able to say that. Thanks, dude. I'm trying to be a good example. Yeah. So here, here I'll, I'll share this part of that situation. If, if a man takes his eyes off his woman, it's wrong. And yes. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't go and talk to any other per- human being mm-hmm. ever. But I wasn't giving my wife the attention and the love and support and just the person who she signed up to be with. I didn't give her that. Yeah. I I took that away from her to chase this. And when it when this started to fail, I started to crumble, and I was just trying to save face every which way I was going. So that's the truth. You were trying to put out a fire that was all the way around you, and you're just spinning in circles versus hitting one spot, starting to go around yeah. and getting it out. I didn't have the tools, dude. Yeah, I just didn't have the tools. So starting this was, this was the hardest thing that I'd ever done to date. Um, and when you want something bad enough, you'll do what it takes. You'll you'll sacrifice it all. And and I wanted it. I not only I didn't want the fame, like and, I, and the fame that I have gotten is probably very minuscule it's a side effect compared to what's coming but and you're right it is a side effect i I had said from day one i didn't want to be the face of this company at all Mm -hmm. i had had a sales guy back in the day that i wanted him to do it because i had been down the fame route with the racing thing and i lost it and it ruined me so i've learned how to handle that the hard part too is is like you know the product literally to your core oh yeah versus like yeah sales and this is nothing against our team at all Mm -hmm. Your heart comes from a different place than someone else can when it comes mm-hmm. to the mulch meat. Yep. You know, and it's the same thing goes for the team. This is like, okay, we're building them, we're pumping them out. Like, this is our blood, sweat, and tears every single day. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's something it comes to. But when it comes to you, it went through your bank account. It's money coming out of your pocket. It's stress, you know, boiling into your blood. It's... It's time a away, lot. Time away from my kids. Time away from your kids. Time away from the family. Time away from being able to build precious memories. Yeah. I, I gave up everything. Mm-hmm. Like anything and everything that everybody's living right now, they're they've got a home, they've got a rental house, they've got a you know, a, a wife and a kid and, and a nice truck and all this. I lost all of it. Mm-hmm. I, I literally threw it all away to start this because this is a bigger business than if you want to go start an automotive shop, it's easy. You get a toolbox, somebody brings you to your car, you fix it, you give it back to them. It's pretty... Yeah, you start with oil changes and then you start working your way up. Yeah, it's pretty transactional, pretty simple, right? Or you want to become an electrician, you go, you get your license, you run wire through someone's houses, you change an outlet, you run a light in a building, whatever. Pl- yeah, know. most of the stuff you can get paid for too with apprenticeships. It's been done. Yeah. Right? <clears throat> Whereas with what I did, I created a product that didn't exist. Period. End of story. Nothing like it. It was a hole in the market. Yes. And I cr- not only did I create a product, I created technologies, I got patents, and then I created my own division, my own, um, what's it called? Sector. I, sector of, you know, category. That's the word I'm looking for, mm. category. It's the bulk material dispensing category, right? And and that wasn't a thing. There was one other product called the Mulch Mule that was out there for years, but it's so old and dated no, there's no company behind it. They they really don't care about it. it, it they tried to sell it to me, which is, shows me exactly how much they actually care about it. And then all their clientele says they can't get parts for it. So no one cares about it. It's just, yeah. it's kind of dead. So I basically re reinvented the whole category. And dude, let me tell you something. That was that was so hard, and I had to give up so much shininess and so like I should have bought a home. Right, and I didn't. I took all that money. Okay, so I'll give you the I'll give you the numbers. Check this shit out. Listen to this. So anybody that's listening to this that is considering offering me money or wanting to buy this company, I'm gonna tell you what it's worth. <laughs> Listen to this. I did this the other day. I finally figured out how to evaluate it. So first off, you've got to understand that what how do you how do you evaluate a company? And this this is what I did. So let me jump around here. I'm gonna compare buying a house in 2019. To today, so one of my sales guys bought a um, a house in 2019, beautiful home, custom. Um, he lives like kind of out where Wright Manufacturing is, 
He paid six hundred grand for the house. Today it's worth eight fifty. Okay, great. You went. That's what everybody does. Yeah. Right. Listen to this. It's just crazy to think that. Yeah, all. that's psychotic and once in a lifetime, and it won't happen again. Listen to this. Instead of doing that and making that two hundred fifty thousand dollars in in equity in a home. Yeah. Watch this. What gives Dawson Manufacturing its value? There's about two to three things. It's the brand. Okay. It's the book of business, and it's the patents. Patent is the is the key. Right yeah. now, the shortest patent that has the least amount of time left on it is 16 years. Here. Here. Okay. For, for, for a mulch mate. You get 16 years until somebody can copy us. We did over $10 million this year. Is there a way to re, reestablish a patent? No. So, so it's just there, as soon as you figure it out. There is a trick to it, but I'm not going to tell you on air. Mm. There's a there's a there is a there's a loophole there. So at ten million dollars this year, okay, is what we roughly did. And you've got, say, somebody comes to us today, and comes to buy us, mm-hmm. and I say this patent has got 16 years left on it. We're making ten million dollars a year right now. Every year we've almost doubled every single year, year over year, since conception, since we started selling. If the company doesn't double ever again, which it 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 will continue to grow. Yeah. Let's just say it stays stagnant right where it is right now. Okay. At ten million dollars that's that's hundred and sixty million dollars, Kyle. Yeah. Just off of that. So when Brian, our sales guy that made I shouldn't have said that, whatever, two hundred and fifty thousand dollars on his house in equity. Plus, he's been paying it down. So there's. I more. mean, nobody's going to know like exactly where his house is. No, it's not, they're not going to find it. So yeah. he's probably got like four hundred grand in equity in there. All I'm trying to explain this to all you guys with the shiny syndrome bullshit. If you just fucking buckle down, this is short term versus long term. Yes. If you buckled down like I did, and dude, let me tell you something. I have cried, and bitched, and moaned, and when I say cried, I mean full blown squirting tears out of my eyeballs because I'm just so frustrated, and losing a marriage gaining a lot of weight I can fix a lot of that to a point but this company's valued probably north of quarter of a billion dollars and I did it in five six years yeah so when you want to go buy that truck and you want to go buy this thing and this doodad and this hoodie and whatever else you get advertised on Instagram just think about the things that you're you're putting Where's your focus? Yeah. Where is your focus? I was going to say, things you're sacrificing, but it, I, don't, I don't know. It's hard to say sometimes if you're sacrificing it, if it's something that like that person genuinely wants and they don't have other plans to do with that money. You know? I understand, but you can always do more. Oh, I, that, that I agree with. And once you learn to do the more, it just becomes easy and normal. Yeah. So think, think about what I just said. Mm-hmm. This company easily... Those 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 patents are good. I'm just talking about the one. We've got like a dozen. Yeah. A ten million dollars times sixteen. What's the num- What's the math? It's a hundred and sixty million dollars. Yeah. When people look at you know homes and all that, that's a great place to start. And that's like, just for the one patent. That's just for the one patent. Yeah. That's why I said it's it's worth probably north of quarter billion with a B. So. Try that on for size when you're sitting there thinking about your career, where you're putting your time, where where you're putting all your effort. To me, that's a bombshell number. Like yeah. that to me is like when I figured out because I'm always evaluating the company and going, okay, what is it actually worth? What is it actually worth? What's it? I figured it out. That's that's the how you evaluate it. Yeah. There's no other way to evaluate it because, you know, what you what I've been screaming and you'll probably vouch for me on this, is that can the company run without me? And right now, I don't think it can. It needs me. I am trying in 24 and 25. Remember, you said time, so I agree with you. And I'm not saying you're wrong in any way, shape, or form. But in 24 and 25, my goal is to build this business to a point where it doesn't need me. Yeah. At all. And from there, I can just supercharge it and take it to a billion. (laughs) clear seriously seriously so you know let's just let's say no one buys us if we just stay stagnant right where we are right now and we never grow in the next 16 years we'll we'll generate over 160 million dollars yeah 
okay. That's a pretty freaking good life. But I don't think that'll be the case. I don't think you think that either. No. Isn't that a crazy thought? So when everybody thinks about, you know, wanting all this extra crap, think about this. What if you took that time and invested in it, listen to podcasts or um, going to the Carlton Coasting program on multimateusa.com and having a conversation with me for ooh, 295 bucks, whoop de doo And what if I could give you a perspective on something and you could create your version of Multimate and you could grow a business to hundred million, a billion, $10 billion. Yeah. You could do it. You truly, truly, truly could do it. And I just proved to you with my math, it's very simple what it's worth. And it doesn't have to be, you don't need, like, this is another thing. Everybody that owns business, oh, I've got 40 employees. How many employees do you have? <laughs> Bitch, I ain't got none. I got It doesn't eight. matter. It doesn't matter. It's the You're going to have, it, there was a guy that did a software business of some sorts and sold either the patent to whatever he was creating software-wise or whatever it was. But it was like, five employees and it was north of 100 million right that's what you want it's like it was golf. insane you want it to be like golf you want to have the lowest score yeah the lowest amount of employees best results and the further that ratio can grow apart the more money you make mm-hmm. and that's when life gets stupid i know a guy in the uk this is brilliant this dude would go to quarries stone quarries yeah and he would go and take the scraps, little scraps that no one wanted at these quarries that they would mm-hmm. just, they would just like fill in ditches and stuff like that with. And he would bag them, and he sold them to nurseries and whatever their version of Home Depot oh, is. Oh yeah, and all yeah. I think there. we talked about this. You know, he sold his company for wasn't it like a hundred million? Seventy-five million bucks. Yeah, and, and he started with him and his wife. Damn near close. And he didn't have that many employees. And then, company went downhill. So he and then sold did it. the same thing over again, didn't yep. he? Yeah. So he the, he sold the company, made seventy five million dollars, and then turned right back around when the company just didn't follow the structure that he had built. Which blows my mind why people don't do that. And went back and bought it pennies on the dollar. And now he's in the middle of rebuilding it again. Could you imagine just buying land and selling the dirt on the land? Just well, okay. Because you wanted to, one excavate it for something, and then two, you could. What he did was even more brilliant. The quarries were paying him to take it. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. What the shit, dude? Like, that is the stuff that you guys listening need to sit down and find your niche. Because there's there's niches everywhere. How many? I wonder how much money is in circulation. Can you ask Google that? That's, yeah, I don't know. How much? Hold on, watch this. I'll do it live. Hold on. How much money is in circulation in the United States? $2.26 trillion. Okay, so and a trillion is what nine hundred ninety nine billion dollars. Yeah. Like yeah, so if 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 you can slice off a quarter of a billion dollars, like I was just talking about, it's a pimple on a gnat's ass. Yeah, is that's how big that is in 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 conjunction to how much cash is really out there. So what is it that you can do that you can carve out your little niche, make your hundred million, five hundred million, billion dollars, and then move on? Yeah, about Alex Ramosi's doing it. I believe we're on our way to doing it. It's not that hard. Truly, it isn't. And and those patents and the brand and the systems that we build will create that value. So it's a matter, th- I think the big, and that'd be another podcast. I don't think we've touched on it yet, but systems mm-hmm. is creating the systems. And I, there's a lot around here that we can definitely fix. And we're always improving. And always improving. Get a, like, that's the one thing I've worked on with the booth is every time I, or, or, sand the products i try to reorganize it in neat stacks on the bench Mm -hmm. so that it's easy to grab they're easy to shuffle around Mm -hmm. and then it's wipe throw up on the rack wipe throw up on the rack Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know and then with the hooks i just put the hooks off to because they're on those movable Mm -hmm. racks now Mm -hmm. but just throw them to the side start pulling them off one by one and it's it's made it so much easier oh yeah and the thing is, is that a lot of people they're so damn lazy they do what's easiest what they think is easiest instead if they would just use their mind for just a split second and instead of just taking a piece of trash off throw it on the floor they take a piece of trash off throw it in a trash can it's just a it's the same movement in it with a little bit of thought and you throw it away and your life becomes exponentially easier yeah like it's not that difficult it's like i was telling sam with the parts for the um the snowmate mm-hmm. the plow part there's there's four um uh back plates mm-hmm Instead of sanding each individual pieces, I lasered all of them, mm-hmm. and that 
save me probably, I don't know, half a day. It's amazing. That's four hours worth of work that then I was powder coating and getting onto another product you know, or another part. What I would say to that as well is keep in mind, everything is a process, right? Yeah. We didn't have, you weren't even close to that process a year ago. No. Not because you weren't there, but the company wasn't there. But it's also then we were sanding a bunch of one individual part mm-hmm. and then we would ask Tim to throw them up. I'm doing six pallets worth of sanding and then throwing everything up because we can get 200 and some parts on mm-hmm. the rack now versus yep. maybe 150. You just whacked your head. I know. I heard it. <laughs> but what I'd say is keep in mind guys is that what we're trying to explain to you is this is years and years of psychotic efforts yeah psychotic from a lot of us not just me i mean the winter time from what sam said like especially in the beginning he was pulling at least 80 hour work weeks oh no problem easily you know i have no problem doing that this dude one it's a communication thing chloe and i but yeah no this dude like back in the day at dos manufacturing we were a smaller team and we were going from eight o'clock in the morning till 11, sometimes midnight, every single night for weeks on end. Weeks and weeks and weeks trying to get shit done. And it was just, it was commitment for sure. Yeah. And, and we probably weren't working as smart or as efficiently, but that that comes with the territory. You know, you're not, you don't go from first grade to 12th grade overnight. Yeah. It's, it's a 12-year process, and that's just how it is in business is that it takes time. So for you and everybody that's listening, just remember, I understand what you're saying, but also we had to let the company, you kind of like let it mature. Yeah. And let the sales catch up and then process and procedure implementation improvement kick in. Yeah, you and can't then, jump on a ladder. You have to take each individual step. Otherwise right. you'll miss something and fall. Right. So let's And the fall hurts pretty bad. I have fallen and hurt myself plenty of times. So um with that said, just remember that guys, it's gonna be really important for you to understand that life's a process. It's never done until you die. It's like the old game shoots and ladders. I just bought that for my daughter. I know. I saw it. I wanted to bring that up because I was like, you know, that that's a great correlation to life mm-hmm. is you can be on a good roll for a while and you can catch some good, I'm going to say good flows of good luck. You know, everybody's got their own theory on luck, but mm-hmm. you know, to each his own. Luck is preparation where opportunity meets preparation. Exactly. That's what it is. So you hit a ladder, you go up a couple of rungs, you or you hit a great ladder and you, you know, you skyrocket for a bit. But if you do one wrong move or you hit that one wrong spot, it's going to take you down way too far. Yeah. Or way back from where you started. Just got to pay attention. And, and those ladders actually get created. You actually create your own ladders to mm-hmm. fall down. Um, a lot of times it just comes from – I'm going to give you a good friend. So I'm not going to use the guy's name, but I was, I was on his Instagram the other day, and I was looking at who he was following. And you know, I'll pull it up here. It is interesting to see that sometimes. Dude, this is... Hold on. There. This was the first person that him and I don't... I I don't follow and he does follow. This is the first post on that page. (laughs) So I just showed Kyle a picture of a a very good-looking woman um, and good for her, whatever. But the gentleman is, is known really well he's got over a hundred thousand you know uh, followers and all that online and you go down his his page of who he's following and it's just i'm just gonna say how, is it, how it is it's tits and ass tits and ass tits and ass tits and ass. i'm like dude you're married you already screwed up one marriage you've got kids quit that shit all that is a distraction quit it you need to be focused you want to go vape and you actually want to like win at life stop fucking vaping stop fucking drinking Get some good fucking rest and get your ass up early and get your ass to work. Because the ladders, going back to ladders, where those come from, you build your own ladder. I built my own ladder with my my the the crumbling of my marriage came from the fact that I I literally built a ladder. I built it and she took it. I wish she didn't take it, but she took it because I wasn't paying attention. Yeah. I wasn't being the best version of me. If I was, she'd have been paying way more attention to me. So if you want to know why you fall, it's because you dug your own fucking grave. Don't do that. Yeah. Don't do it. So um, I really don't want to go down that road too much more. I think that's pretty simple. Exactly. All right. You ready to cut this off? I'd say so. I went a little longer and, God, the amount of tangents. It's going to be a good story, though. It is. It's a good story. and There's a lot of good information in there. We'll... 
we'll just do another we'll do another podcast another day on the money situation and how to look at it. Yeah, I I think that helps is just being able to put in perspective of you know what you did have to put into this company in order to get it where it is today. It's you know, and then also think about okay, well, what's what is that return? Like you were saying, the return on the same amount of time from say 2019 for essentially getting the first sale in the company here, mm-hmm. you have uh, over a hundred x what just buying house and building equity would have been. And that's still a good good opportunity, but there's even more out there. But it 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 you have to get creative. It's a matter of finding the leverage. Mm-hmm. My dad always said when I was a kid, he's like, find leverage, kid. Mm-hmm. You want to get strong, learn angles, learn leverage. And that's what I did. And I can't remember I learned it, but I was for a decade, book after book after book. And po- when podcasts came out, podcast, 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 nonstop did I study and study and study. And I try to figure out where's the money, where can I, what What does it take to become one of those elite people? But remember to learn, not just consume. Right. So you have to, consuming and learning kind of are the same, but the learning has to be, where it goes from consumption to learning is when you actually start to apply it. Yeah. Right. So I I didn't just learn, 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 learn for 10 years and then got started. I learned for like a couple of years, learned the formula, and then I started testing 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 as i was learning more and more and more Mm -hmm. and then i was like okay just just point blank this is the actual story i wanted to start a blue jean company didn't do it want to start a dog treat company didn't do it uh want to start an automotive company didn't do it almost bought an automotive shop here locally which i don't even think you know about i went almost bought it for 1.6 million walt eagers i almost bought it i feel like i heard you talk about that Mm-hmm. recently but not too much into I, it. I almost bought it and it was doing like 1.8 a year we do that over a month we do yeah. more than that a month so when i found Mulchmate, i saw the scalability of it and the demographic and how it can help and how it can solve problems and how it can be scaled and there's this whole formula to it that I'm not going to tell you every secret here on the podcast i'm more than happy to give it to you in a carlson co- coaching program at mulchmateusa.com but there is a formula that I had to put together. For, there's not one person that will tell it to you. you have to, you'll, you'll find it from like, I listened to Ed Milet, Andy Frisella, Tim Grover, and um, Tony Robbins. Yeah. If you listen to those four, you'll find it. Those are the four that I found it from. So with that said, guys, we're going to wrap up this podcast. Okay with you? Works for me. All right, guys. Have an awesome day. Uh, don't forget, if you'd like to email us and have any kind of questions, it's heyfastlane at gmail.com. And if you would like to subscribe to our YouTube channel, just you know, go on YouTube, Google Mulchmate and Dawson Manufacturing, and you'll find it, or Dawson MFG, really. Um, we're, uh, one of the things I want to work with Kyle here is, is that. Uh, also, any kind of social media platform, just Google your favorite social media platform. Just put in Google Mulchmate, and then follow it up with Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, whatever. And um, find it there. Also, you can find me, uh, Nick Carlson, on LinkedIn. I, I have a ton of followers over there, and would love to communicate with you guys over on LinkedIn as well. And, of course, TikTok. We're out there on TikTok as well. Um, and one more shameless plug, uh, Carlson Coaching Program uh, on MulchMateUSA.com. And if you want any to know anything about our products, just go to MulchMateUSA.com. We've got a bunch of information on there, videos, photos, pricing, um, options list, all that. And if you want to know even more, we can get you in touch with one of our sales associates. Just fill out that contact form submission, and we'd be more than happy to um, – jump on the phone with you and help you figure out how we can implement our products in your business and absolutely make you a crap ton of money. Kind of like we've talked about this entire podcast. That's what we try to do. We try. All right, guys, have a good day. We love you. And we'll catch you in the next one. Cool. Get 1% better. That's it. Mulch mate.